Hey, RPG Land. Uh, people love excuses to talk about things they like. And the Final Fantasy 25th anniversary is just that for a bunch of people that own an RPG website. <laughs> so, Janelle and I are going to talk about uh, some Final Fantasy games. We're going to call this My First, My Favorite. The, the two of us here are going to discuss our first Final Fantasy game, and then also our favorite Final Fantasy game. And we're lucky enough that they aren't the same games, actually. <laughs> None of them. Yeah, oddly enough. <laughs> so, uh, to get things rolling, we'll start off with Janelle talking about uh, what her first Final Fantasy game was, how she came across it, and what I'm just going to shut up and let her talk. <laughs> Well, I grew up watching my brother play video games. That's how I got into video games. And we had a Nintendo and a Super Nintendo in, in our house. And right around the time that Final Fantasy II, four, it was actually four, but we called it two for the longest time because of, <laughs> you know, the renaming thing that happened. Um... Right around that time, I was just young enough to be really interested in what my big brother was doing and really fascinated by the cool stuff on the screen. Especially when he's doing awesome things like playing Final Fantasy IV. Exactly. <laughs> I would be interested in that too, and I'm like 29. <laughs> yeah. So we had the first Final Fantasy, and I, I also watched him play through that, and I thought it looked interesting, but... After I watched him play 4, like, I was totally hooked without even touching the controller. And so and you were when, about how old at this time? Uh, I couldn't have been much older than 4, 3 or 4. They got you young. They got me young. Wow. But then, I mean, I probably picked up the controller when I was older than that, maybe 6 or 7. And What did you see that really hooked you in? Do you remember distinctly? I don't exactly. I think the story really hooked me in. Like as a could kid, could you read at four? I don't know if I could read at four, but I got really invested in, you know, these colorful characters. But more so, when I actually picked up a controller and started playing, that was like my first RPG, my first real Final Fantasy game that I played. And by that time, I could definitely read. Maybe I couldn't understand all of it, and maybe that's why I've kind of turned a blind eye to the awkward script of the Super Nintendo version for so long. <laughs> like, it really is kind of funny well, going a lot of back those to it. old RPGs, yeah, they have dialogue that when you read it out loud just sounds very... ESL. Yeah, or the the context on certain comments is missing, or yeah. Well, but, like we were talking about with Xeno Gears, where, yeah. where it was like even as late as 1998, people were like, "Hey guys, I cooked some chicken." Uh, like, I am walking to the bridge now. I hate all of you. Like, what was what was the purpose behind that explosion? <laughs> I don't. Something had to be missed. Yeah. Like, exactly, but. So, Final Fantasy IV, just the music, the active time battle system was fantastic, and 
I remember really getting into that more so than the turn-based first Final Fantasy battle system. Um, and so I, I still really do enjoy Final Fantasy IV now. I know a lot of people might bag on it for various reasons or because it kind of came in the shadow later of 3, which was 6. And everybody thinks six is fantastic, and but as do we. As do we. As that, do we. Please, internet, don't take that as a pot shot at Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> but but four really had something special for me when I was a kid. Especially, uh, I thought Rydia was the coolest hmm. character of all time. I totally looked up to her. She was just awesome. Because I don't know, she had these problems and. Instead of whining well, she... <laughs> or getting kidnapped, she she dealt with them. I mean, she was she got kind of mad or about certain things, or she had fears, but she faced them, and she comes back and saves you in that awesome uh, part in the middle of the game. And it's true. I thought it was really cool. I never thought about that, so you mentioned it right now. But yeah, that's kind of true. Like she didn't need. She wasn't one waiting for the night to save her. She was just like. Ugh! Ah, I'm back, and I'm killing people. <laughs> but she's she's like a strong, independent woman. Either she's just <laughs> yeah, she's not like the sassy type. No, like, don't call me a chick. <laughs> I feel like if if the game had been made nowadays, she might have had a bit more of that. And yeah, some high boots and. Yeah. Well, she already has high boots. <laughs> well, but... I, I I'm sorry. I was thinking of like. The high boots with high heels that are, like, intended to be the sexy kind. Yeah. The kind that, like, uh, I'm picturing, like, an Angelina Jolie-type figure walking around and then giving out this one-liner, like, Don't wait up for me, boys. I can take care of myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, Anyhow. one of those type of scenes where you, you see, like, the feet going straight in line. Yeah. Camera pans up the woman. Uh, from behind, of course. anyway Anyway. but yeah so i thought that was really great i thought that the drama was really really fascinating to my you know six-year-old brain yeah (laughs) i was gonna ask like thinking back to your yourself at that age when you first played final fantasy 4 like what were the the thoughts that were going through your head as you continued through the story do you remember, like, now this is a while ago, so, I mean, and, and I excuse the memories being foggy. I don't exactly remember. All I know is that I, ju- I took to it so much, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I kept imagining, like, wow, these characters are so cool. What would they do if this happened? Or, you know, how would uh, how would they react if... So and so, I don't, I don't know exactly. Well, it was, it, it captured my imagination. Let's put it that way. Obviously, yeah. And to, what am I trying to say here? It didn't just do that for six-year-olds. Is the thing. Final Fantasy IV is looked at by many as a pioneer in video game storytelling. Maybe not the first trailblazer, but among the first to really, really use storytelling as the the driving force for the gameplay. Um, 
even as early as the first Final Fantasy, there was the destruction of the world is at hand and things like that. But four is where it really the the characterization, the depth of the cast, the personal in, involvement of the player. And it, it was more engaging. Yeah, sort of. one thing that the series has not seen since is a the the five member uh battle team the five member party hasn't come back i don't think i can't uh, think it's been four any. or three since then i think yeah but huh. um not just that but the frequency with which your party would change according to the story's whims like yeah y- you know especially especially in the middle For game it's like yeah. that guy's in this guy's out you know these two are in and these three are out and it it did a lot of switching, but all with very justifiable story reasons. So I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. Um. So that's that's Final Fantasy IV. I still absolutely love the game nowadays, but I don't really take my time with it anymore. At least not the Super Nintendo version. I. Uh, well, you've been playing the Super Nintendo version in Japanese. Though. Yeah, the Super Famicom <laughs> version. I have to slow down to to read the Japanese, but. Well, it doesn't I, help that it's all... Is it all kana? Most of it is kana, I think, yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that really so you, slows you down. It does. But uh, on the English, the Super Nintendo Final Fantasy II cartridge, um, I've started doing speedruns. This was a while back, too. And I my remember brother, you doing that. Yeah, my brother and I would always be like, oh, well, I think this afternoon I'm going to blow four hours and see see if I can finish Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> And, That's quick. <laughs> well, I I don't think we me- we measured like to the final save point, not still because you can't really see your in-game glow. It, it was more primitive back then, the interface and stuff. But yeah. you know, you you learn after a while which chests you need to avoid, and you run you run from every fight and <laughs> <laughs> stuff. So uh, I I still enjoy the game that way today, and it's my first, and I still really enjoy it. Great. So well, how about you? <laughs> my first Final Fantasy title. I'm gonna sound like a total mainstream jerk. So I'm gonna clarify. It was not my first RPG. It wasn't my first SquareSoft title. Um, but it was Final Fantasy VII. That was the first one for me. Um, I didn't have. Uh, see, all of my friends were like casual i guess you'd call them casual gamers like we played games uh, i mean genres we didn't even know what those were we had sports games fighting games and that game's like mario you know or that game is like huh? that game is like insert other game yeah you know we were playing like uh primal rage mortal kombat street fighter and whatever was the newest NHL game, and uh, some basketball here and there, NBA Jam, stuff like that. Um, and if it was something that was outside of sports or fighting, we just called it a game that's like some other game. You know, like Donkey Kong Country was like Mario. Yeah. Because there was jumping. It's like, we didn't know what a platform game was. No. And even though I had dabbled in a little bit of Dragon Quest 
or I guess it was Dragon Warrior at the time. Uh, I have, I dabbled in a few Dragon Warrior games and some Chrono Trigger and things like at my uncle's place where he had all of the systems and like every game and he would just sit me down in front of stuff. I'm rambling and I'm rambling. <laughs> okay. Like I didn't know what's an RPG. I had no idea what that was. And so, I mean, Breath of Fire was Breath of Fire Three was the first one that really blew me away. And that's when I started learning about like what is what is this? I want more of these. And I started seeking out those types of games. And it wasn't too long until I came across the Final Fantasy series by way of that freaking commercial. Oh, that commercial. Yeah, I had I didn't. I have... remember that commercial. I don't think I yeah. ever saw it live, but I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember my brother and his friends turning on, like the. The Canadian version of MTV, just much music. Yeah, much music. (laughs) Just watching for an hour, hoping that commercial would come on. They didn't even care about the music. They were like, "Oh, we gotta watch this stupid TV." Ah, they they were they were there for the commercial. I don't I don't think it ever came on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I I remember seeing those commercials on TV and hearing that announcer go like, "Final Fantasy VII," and I'm like. Yeah, that'll do. Like, because I had just gotten a PlayStation um, with my paper route money and stuff like that. But, um, and I got it. I got a hold of that. And that opening scene, the bombing mission. That was fantastic. You're just thrown right at That has got to be one of the best openings to an RPG or to any game. Like, you see the flower girl, you see outer space, you zoom out of that city, boom. And you're captured by this grandeur. And you're like, wow. And of course the graphics at the time were so great. And it just zooms right in, you hop off, and Barrett's like, let's kill some people. And you're like, yeah, exactly. Which is like frightening when you think back to it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a direction that the series had never really taken before, before all the characters were basically really good guys, knights, warriors of light, of course, but I don't <laughs> The know. warriors of light, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there had been fighting of empires and being members of, like, the resistance and things like that yeah. in, in sort of the inspirational sense, but... You didn't even know like what you were doing or why was no. the crazy part of that. It's just like, hey, I've got a gun on my arm. <laughs> Listen don't to me. Don't blow up a reactor. What's a reactor? You don't know, but blow it up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it just it it grabbed the hold of me and it took me, and I think, uh, well, obviously, judging by how many people replay that game, judging by how long it's been on the. PlayStation Network's bestsellers top ten bouncing around oftentimes at number one, um, and how many people are just raving for this remake that they have wanted for how long have people been asking for that like eight years or something mm-hmm. a long time. Uh, Seven also had like a bunch of stuff that people have wanted in the series since and never gotten again. Mainly Gold Saucer. Yeah. I mean, how many times do you hear a place with a bunch of mini games referred to as 
the gold saucer of this game. Like, oh, it, would you say Nino Cooney has a, a place with like a casino and all this other stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll bet when that comes around, when that's released in North America next year, people will be calling it the that game's gold saucer. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's that's oh. it. Okay. So that was my first. I think that's a a pretty good place to move on from first to favorite. That's my first. Yeah. I mean, what else can you say about Final Fantasy VII? Anybody listening to this that it's on an a RPG website that. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. It's like 80-20 rule applies to all things, and 80% of our coverage, if not more, is on the Japanese end of RPGs. <laughs> Anybody reading our website knows Final Fantasy VII and has probably played it. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. that's Final Fantasy VII. They get why I would be hooked in by that. I'm glad I was. Yeah. So, there's our first. There's the ones that hooked us in. Final Fantasy IV lured you into the series, and Final Fantasy VII is what got me. Let's talk about our favorites. Janelle, what's your favorite Final Fantasy game? It has to be six. Six. Known as, I, I always think of the... It's three. The, it's, that, it was that YMTND when the guy's reading the... I read... I played Final yeah. Fantasy VI three in the U.S. <laughs> like yeah. anyway, sorry. Three in the U.S. But <laughs> originally, yeah. Boy, I remember that game being really awesome. And again, my first experience with it wasn't even playing, but just watching my brother play it. I think people underestimate how interesting watching other people play single-player games is. See, I feel differently. Like I. Sometimes when I watch someone play an RPG, like like nowadays, when I'm very interested in like the intricate details of game design and things like that, and I have this like critical mindset, um, I'm very interested in watching someone play. But boy, before I was like twenty something <laughs> years old, like I found watching somebody play an RPG to be boring as hell. Well, you know, if somebody is grinding, then it's like you don't really want to yeah, watch. But okay. that, but I mean, Final Fantasy VI isn't really a huge grind fest, and there's True. so much going on all the time in the story. It's just such a, a sweeping story that it moves very quickly, and it has a lot of characters, a lot of interesting characters, and just big things are happening, and... I remember just seeing more and more of the story through additional rentals and getting really... This was back when you rent a game and your save data was on the cartridge and then you return it to the store and you hope that it's there when you rent it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it's the Final Fantasy. It has one of the most uh, diabolical villains in the entire series. Mm. Um, I can't think of anyone on the cast that I don't like. Um, the world was really interesting. I think that that's the first Final Fantasy where they really got a, not necessarily political dynamic, but it really felt like different towns were part of different empires or different kingdoms, and there was a, a wider sense of government that was clashing 
mm. which I thought was neat. Yeah, some some thoughts that come up during that. It's funny that you mentioned like uh, it's boring to watch grinding, but it's not boring to. Uh, my brother and I were playing that uh, for the first time because remember seven got me into the series. I I never played three slash six. Oh, that's I, right. I had sold part of how I got my PlayStation money was through my aforementioned paper route, but also selling my Super Nintendo and stuff and like i never knew what that was plus you know i lived in like rural pennsylvania where there's no old time like classic game shop around you either had the super nintendo cartridge or you didn't yeah or you knew somebody with it or you didn't and like i didn't so once and you couldn't get it on the internet back then not yeah no exactly like yeah and not at all no ebay or anything so I wasn't old enough to have a credit card back then anyway. But um, So when that anthology came out, I actually played that game first on the PlayStation. My brother and I were playing that, and oddly enough, that game got called boring by my grandma. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, man, the irony. She came in during the opera sequence. <laughs> she, what? That's one of the most famous... I know. Well, well, we loved it because we were totally swept up in the story. We're like, oh, this is cool. This is different. Huh. This is, I mean, this is opera. So, like, you know, we're still macho and stuff. We're still dudes. But this is legit. And then, like, our grandma was in the doorway for some amount of time. And the, the aria is going on. And she's like, doesn't this get boring after a while? And we're like, oh, grandma, come on. What are you doing? You, are you, did we just get trolled by our grandma? <laughs> like, the irony of your grandparent calling something boring. Yeah. But um, something that also came up while you were talking, I'm sorry that I've got such scattered thoughts. No. Was Kefka and the, the diabolical nature of him. I think a lot. we see him come up a lot in, like, Sephiroth versus Kefka discussions, or the greatest villain ever. Yeah. There's always Kefka, and there's always Sephiroth. And I feel like a lot of who votes for whom is dependent on their feelings of the game in general, rather than the villain. Yeah. I'm thinking, because he was messed up! Well, when I first played the game, I completely missed the part where they talk about and there are some things especially when you're at the at the imperial palace for a a peace meeting or something there there are a lot of people in that area who say something to the effect of Kefka was just a soldier who was experimented on by the empire and that's why he's nuts hmm. and <laughs> you know that's unusual interesting and just you know you miss it but you even even if you don't realize that you can still appreciate just what an awful villain he Yeah is. but it's like who cares he poisoned a town's exactly. water supply yeah. he actually succeeded in what, uh, blowing up the world I liked what uh game, the the game trailer's Final Fantasy Retrospective said about Kefka. Which was what? He wasn't, you know, a god or an evil mist or some supernatural being out for revenge. He was a man and an awful human being. Yeah. Well, he had magic going on. (laughs) 
Yeah, but <laughs> he started out as a human being. True, true. He did eventually become godlike, but anyway. And just, again, the amount of uh, the party switching in, you didn't really have much freedom picking your party for a long time in that game, but it, that's okay because it gave you a taste of all the characters and it had some... Kind of like Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> yeah, the similarities are, are very... Yeah, you numerous, know what yeah. numerous. You know what else is six also has out of like its thirteen playable characters, there are three female ones, and two of those are considered some of the best female leads in the entire series as well. Mm, Tara and Celis. Oh yeah. And that might be another reason that I liked it as a kid and I like it now. I mean, it's I'm not gonna fall into that trap like girls only care about being girl characters and guys only care about being guy characters. No, I mean like I could I could identify pretty easily with some of the male leads in the other mm-hmm. entries in the series, but just Oh, well told stories, a well told story. Yeah, but to be a girl and see, you know, cool women on the screen doing cool things and having like interesting human problems was great for me because when I was growing up there was, you know, My Little Pony or Ninja Turtles. <laughs> exactly. And that's back when My Little Pony was not nearly as oh, good yeah. <laughs> as it is now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I almost forgot. Uh, Final Fantasy VI also is is the Final Fantasy that I would most like to see get an HD uh, revamp people the Final Fantasy 7 remake is the one people talk about most screw that I mean, well not screw that I would buy that in a heartbeat <laughs> but but that's a second priority for me I would love to see Final Fantasy 6 as like a PlayStation 4 midlife title however many years from now give that to me on the big screen with some surround sound and some HD let that game fill my living room. I think that would be fantastic, and I agree with you completely. I just wonder if it might lose some of its... I don't know what. It... I, I want But one I of those... would still love to see it, because a remake wouldn't mm-hmm. destroy the original version. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I don't get, is when people are like, wow, that's ruined the original. How? The original still exists. It's there. You can play it. You can download the PS1 Classic. You can buy the original much more easily than you could have however many years ago. Yeah. Get on eBay and get the original. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So, 6 was great. That was my... It's my favorite. Even though 4 comes close, 6 is the all-time champion in my mind. How about you? What's your favorite Final Fantasy game? Guys, keep in mind, this is my opinion. I'm probably going to make a lot of people mad with this. I'm not saying that it's the best. I'm just saying that it's my favorite. And it's. Pro- I don't think that it's a lot of people's favorites. It's one of those divisive titles. But it's not even the main version. It's the international version that gets my love. I'm talking about Final Fantasy XII. That's definitely not a lot of people's favorite. No, it, that's I think for sure. There are those, you know. I always see some comments popping up here and there about Final Fantasy games, like twelve is the best. But I, I'm aware that that's 
a great minority. Um, it, all of them have uh, have those people that are just in love with them, and others that don't like them at all. And Twelve got a lot of hate. But anyway, I love the international Zodiac job system version of the game. Now, that's different from some other international versions. It was only released in Japan, right? Well, most of the international versions were um, not very international, <laughs> ironically. Like, what, the international version of 10, did it go to Europe and not North America? I'm... I'm not sure. I haven't looked at those, at what went where in a long time. The international version of 7 was released only in Japan, but it was the Western version of the game was the thing. Is that the, the Western version of the game had ruby and emerald weapon in it, and were there other things? Uh, if there are, I can't think of them all. Those, the, those, those were the biggest the big differences. And so then that got re-released in Japan, the land of re-releases. Um, and so that was called the international version for that reason. But then the international version of Zodiac Job System stayed in Japan and was still called international because it used, I guess, the English voice acting. I guess that's enough to call it international. Yeah, but even then it's got a lot more in it than most of the international versions, like a lot more different from the original game. It changes the whole, the way you play it. It changes the the foundation of the gameplay. Completely. Just. Yeah. Not like the battle system itself, but it, the license board and the development of your characters is handled in a completely different way, which I found amazingly fun. Um, it was... A situation where like, you pick a job, like a standard Final Fantasy job, and just like the first Final Fantasy, that job never changes. And I'm aware that like a white mage can evolve into a priest or something in, in the first one. Yeah, but thief to ninja. You're, but... still, you're still a healer. You know, you, you make that upgrade. You're still the party's healer. That's what you are. Yeah. Um, you can't go from being a white mage to being a warrior. Um though you can in other Final Fantasy games that use the job system. That's where um, this and one kind of share that bond, and I really liked that. I liked putting down the controller and just thinking, like, okay, what do I make Balthier? Hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> and I mean, there, there were 12 jobs, and they're all... They all used the same skills and equipment sets that were in the original 12, but they are grouped in such a manner that yeah, each job each job has a specific set of skills and can't get access to yeah. the other equipment and skills from other jobs. And, and the the stats go up differently too. Like everybody was on the same license board in the the first in the original version of 12. Just they different just, Places. Exactly, kind of like the sphere grid. Actually, they just started out in different places, but they all shared the same thing that was upgrading them. So, but with uh, the international version, every job has its own license board, and what I love about it is you can see all of the squares on it before 
you advance towards any of them. What I didn't like in the original version of 12 is how you could see what was next to an open square, but you couldn't look like two or three squares down the line and find out what you were going to learn down here. Um, with uh, the international version, Zodiac Job System, you could see 20 squares away, like, here's life two, and think, ah, yes, that's where I want to go, because yeah. that's what the skill that I want most immediately. Mm -hmm. So you focus your point spending on that. Yeah, and there were there were 12 jobs and only six party members? Or was they, did they add a what's-his-face as a playable character? Well, yes and no. You can't, like, pick a job for him, but you can control him in battle. That's right. You don't, that's right. You don't, like, get him as one of your guys in a, a different capacity. I love how we both so know much. who we're talking Vossler. about. Vossler. Yeah. Gosh, it, I should say, by the way, we're talking about these, and it, come to think of it, it has been years since we've played them. I mean, I guess I played Final Fantasy IV uh, last year, or no, it was earlier this year, wasn't it? The When the PSP one came out, damn it. I run an RPG site. <laughs> <laughs> when the PSP Final Fantasy IV came out, I played it. And you are kind of playing for occasionally on, on the, the Super, Super Famicom. Super Famicom, yeah. But I haven't played six in a while. Exactly. Neither have I. I haven't played any of these in so long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, we, we really should have done that before we made this recording. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, I liked 12, though. Overall, like, to defend why I like 12. And I hope people listening to this don't do that internet thing where they think, well, because you're saying you like something, you are also implying that anyone who doesn't like it is wrong. I don't care if someone doesn't like it. That's not your thing. That's not your thing. And I don't care if you like a game that I don't like. Okay. If that's if that's yeah. what's up, you're not stupid. I'm not stupid. We just like different things. Anyway. Yeah, some people really like the character-driven narrative that's really handed to you on a platter. And 12 didn't have that, and a lot of people were kind of like oh these characters aren't really i'm not really endeared to them and i'm not really feeling this story. exactly yeah. whereas i found that that the strength in 12 story came from running around talking to the npcs reading the the like the logs that you get when you get more information on monsters yeah. like it just had so there's so much lore about the world buried in the cracks of Final Fantasy XII, and ferreting it all out was a really cool experience. I found that as well, uh, and that's why I loved it. It was a story that was... It was the story of the world. It was the story of the country, rather than a story about a character, where other stories in the Final Fantasy series were about a character or group of characters. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, people take issue with that, and that's fine. I didn't take issue with that. I thought that was fine. I loved the battle system. The other thing that people hate about 12 is the battle system. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> and uh, with the international version, there's a fast-forward button, which makes things so fun. I love 
thinking about all the gambits and setting them in just this perfect way and then starting to run through a desert and just putting it on fast forward and watching my guys just mow things down <laughs> or get mowed down, <laughs> whichever. Um, and it's like a really cool train set to me. And I loved those as a kid. I loved setting up tracks. And uh, I mean, my first day working at uh, a preschool where I work, I walked in and saw like a big old train set. And, you know, kids are like putting the pieces in their mouths and like swinging them like swords. And I was thinking, yeah, I got to find a time that I can put that thing together. <laughs> it's just like. Yeah. But it really is, it's all in the, the planning and setting things up beforehand and then just giving it the one little push. Kind of like those uh those marble towers as as a kid, where you can build the the towers with the different colored uh pieces, and they're tubes, like different shaped tubes that marbles can go down. And you build a big tower, and then you put the marble at the top, and just blink, and you push it, and you watch it go along this whole path that you've charted for it. Same, or the gumball idea. machines. <laughs> <laughs> well, only you don't get to pick the path, and it's clearly less fun. Yeah. No, I I liked all of those aspects of Twelve that are controversial. I just happen to enjoy them. Um, and so the international version, I find, is the definitive version. Uh, if anyone's PS2, if you've got it rigged up so that you can play Japanese games or you own a Japanese PS2, um, consider importing it because it is a fantastic version of the game. I would rather play it than the standard North American version easily. I don't know if I can go back to the original, actually. Yeah, I loved it I at the know. time. Like, when I played it, I really, really liked it. But um, now that I've played the international one, even though it was years ago, I really I don't think I can go back to the other version. Yeah, no, the, the job system, the fast-forward button... Just the experience of sitting down and thinking, man, what do I make these characters? Obviously, Pinello's got to be a monk. Yes, <laughs> Monk Pinello. Monk Pinello. That's my favorite for some reason. But, you know, trying to think like, ooh, should I, should I try and make these characters kind of what they would appear to be? Like... Yeah. Make Balthier kind of the, the class that has guns, whatever it's called. I think he's a machinist. Machinist. Or should I, like, should I make him something out there, like a time mage? And yeah. Um, I made Vaughn a, uh, what was it, a, a samurai. Oh, yeah. Because I was looking at the license board, and I was looking at the starting point, and I'm like, there sure are a lot of big HP boosts right away. And so, very early on, like, if you're going to pick a starting class in Final Fantasy XII International, consider the Samurai, because, whoa, the things, like, pretty early, I felt kind of over-leveled, because things are punching you in the face and they're doing, like, four damage, but he's got, like, 700 HP, and you're like, alright, <laughs> go nuts. And I was yeah. thinking about the regular version, I was like, I think in the regular version at this point in the game, I had less than 200 HP. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting trying to balance out, like, which of these things will be good in the early game versus which of these things will be better in the late game. Like, which of these will... 
like some of the mages, probably the red mage and the black mage, take a while to pay off, really. Yeah. Yeah, and it was interesting seeing some of the boss fights and how they were handled differently with the two versions. Not how the game handled them, but how you had to handle them with the party that you set up. Um, because your party undoubtedly had a different makeup in the international version than it did in the original. And that was that was really interesting to see for me. Yeah. We should say again like that we're just talking about four games here. Our firsts and our favorites, and we're not going to uh, talk about a whole bunch of other Final Fantasy games because there are a lot of great ones that we could spend more time talking about. And we will. Someday. Yeah, sometime that... between now and the official anniversary. Yeah, so. How should we end this? I don't know, let's just say. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> we can just reiterate. These are our firsts and our favorites. Thanks yeah. for listening. I guess if you want to talk about your first and your favorite, send us a message on the Facebook, the Twitter thing. I think the site still even has forums kicking around, so they're they're kind of bad. <laughs> I I don't recommend only them. Only kind of. The the only people in there are like the trolls that have been around since day one, the guys that have been around too long to leave, and sometimes me. And 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 none of us are good people. <laughs> so. That's why I'm not there. It is. <laughs> I was though. <laughs> okay. So anyhow, thanks for listening. Final Fantasy sure is great. Yeah.